Are you ready to blitz scale your social skills and parallel path confidence building capabilities? We'll double click on a few KPIs and co-create a future-proof plan of attack for a complete omni-channel approach. Comment below if you understood what I just said. If you didn't understand, you're not alone. Frankly, there isn't much to understand. It might sound impressive or intimidating, but it's really just garbage language. Garbage language is a term coined by Anna Weiner in her Silicon Valley memoir, Uncanny Valley. It's an umbrella term for corporate speak, buzzwords, and business jargon. It's the kind of language that is endemic to the business world and modern corporate culture. But is it an effective way to communicate? That's exactly what we're going to unpack today. What is up, Xlearners? Mary Daphne here of Xlearning.co where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's a life where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. Now, before I jump in, I wanted to tell you about a great free resource that we've created for the Exploring community. It's a comprehensive small talk guide. So if you find yourself grasping at thin air when you're in unfamiliar social situations, then our small talk guide is for you. Click the link in the description box below to get the downloadable delivered straight to your inbox. So why is garbage language considered garbage? Well, for starters, it's a bunch of mumbo jumbo, meaning it's incoherent language devoid of meaning. In fact, Anna Weiner calls it a non-language that's neither beautiful nor especially efficient. And if it confuses you, then it's achieved its purpose. In her article, Garbage Language, Why Do Corporations Speak the Way They Do? Molly Young posits that the hideous nature of these words, their facility to warp and impede communication is also their purpose. Hold on, that seems odd, doesn't it? The point of this type of communication is to block communication? Seems oxymoronic, I'd say. But as Molly Young points out, garbage language permeates the way we think of our jobs and shapes our identities as workers. The point is concealment. It's less obvious what so many of us are trying to hide. In computer programming, elegant coding solutions are called patterns. By contrast, Solutions that make the code more complex or less efficient are called anti-patterns. Garbage language is an anti-pattern. It eschews clarity in favor of complexity. In fact, going forward, let's give this anti-pattern of communication a name. Anti-communication. Why anti-communication is a problem. Anti-communication is problematic for many reasons. Let's run through a few of them. Number one, it causes confusion. If you can't understand what someone's saying, it's hard to determine what to do next. Anti-communication sows confusion because 
the message is garbled. There's little accountability associated with it because it's unclear what the meaning is in the first place. As Molly Young puts it, in an environment of constant auditing, it's safer to use words that signify nothing and can be stretched to mean anything just in case you're caught and required to defend yourself. This lack of clarity causes individuals and teams to make mistakes and veer off track. The second one, number two, it suppresses communication. Anti-communication is cloaked in self-important, authoritative sounding words and phrases. It's intended to sound complex and unapproachable so that it doesn't invite a response, further communication, or investigative inquiry that might contradict it. After all, it's hard to speak out against language that you don't understand. This silences important dissenting opinions and reduces the diversity of ideas that are being shared. Number three, it produces negative emotions. Anti-communication employs large, intimidating language for another reason. It evokes feelings of shame and inadequacy among the audience. The listeners feel embarrassed because they don't understand what's being said. This implicitly raises the speaker and lowers the listeners. It's a kind of power play that hurts the group. Molly Young calls it empowerment language because it makes the person who is using it feel more important and that their work is more meaningful than they may actually feel. It's self-aggrandizing. She says it's a way of selling our jobs back to ourselves. Chew on that for a minute. Number four, it stifles productivity. Because of all the reasons above, anti-communication can have a significant negative impact on productivity. Confused colleagues, suppressed communication, and negative emotions all result in less work getting done and more frustration among the people doing the work. These issues often snowball and eventually you end up with project delays and employees quitting. What's even worse is that when this style of communication leaks outside the workplace into the rest of our lives. Imagine you started speaking this way to your friends and your family. It's empty meaninglessness has a distancing effect on those it's used on. Pushing away the people you care about most is the very last thing you wanna do. You see how destructive this could be. So what should we do instead? The antidote to anti-communication is wonderfully straightforward. Say what you mean using as simple language as you can muster. Instead of adding complexity to your communication, stomp it out entirely. If you don't have anything to say, then say so, or better yet, say nothing at all. If you require further clarification before providing an opinion, get that clarification. If you wish to be persuasive, take the time to gather the data needed to bolster your claims or 
just ask for that time. Whatever the case, under no circumstances should you feel compelled to use a nonsensical garbage phrase that makes you sound authoritative while confusing people and wasting their time. The goal in communication is not to sound self-important and smart. The goal is simply to be understood. It's to be intelligible, comprehensible. The best communication is the clear kind. Remember that. Woo, I guess I had a lot to say on that topic. So let's quickly recap. Garbage language is a non-language. It's anti-communication. Its function is to conceal a lack of understanding or authority. It causes confusion, suppresses communication, produces negative emotions, and it stifles productivity. So for these reasons, it is the anti-pattern of communication. Sure, when someone's using garbage language, they're saying words, right? But their meaning is so jumbled and nebulous. Don't let garbage language trick you into thinking that those who are using it are good communicators. If anything, when you hear garbage language, you should treat that as a signal that the speaker doesn't know what they're talking about. Remember that our goal in communication is to achieve shared meaning, inclusivity, and transparency. Clear communication shows clear thinking. It produces results and engenders appreciation and respect. So the next time you hear garbage language, push back with clear language and demand clear communication in return. So now that I've shared our thoughts, I would love to hear about your experiences with garbage language and anti-communication. Where did you encounter it and how did it make you feel? What strategies can you think of to combat it? Share that with me in the learning community in the comments below. And if you love this lesson, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of explorers so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about our new lessons and our weekly live streams. Email this video to a friend or a coworker who also wants to supercharge their social skills. And while we're at it, feel free to share this video with your friends on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that jazz as well. And remember, the write-ups of these lessons are always available on our blog at explorning.co blog. With that, have an awesome week, Explorers. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you next time for your next Exploring lesson. Happy exploring.